Well, hello. We are on to another episode of Bulimia and Your Brain. So, you know, I talked a little bit about um, how bad my bulimia was and um, what I tried to do to stop it and how I couldn't stop it until I got into a program, um, which if you go to Beat the Binge, it's a podcast Um, I went through Lydia Knight's program and it was life-changing. Anyway, so bulimia and the brain. Uh, You know, I've been researching a lot about the brain and what that means. And in our last episode or the episode before, we talked about how bulimia and a lot of the different binge eating disorders are congregated as a mental disorder. And really, they don't have a good way to quote unquote cure it. However, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's true because this is the first time since I was five that I was, that I'm able to like not even think about, wow, I'm going to binge and purge or I'm going to binge or, oh my God, I can't have this in my house right now because if I do, I'm going to eat it all. Like that was taking up so much real estate in my brain. And so after I got through some of the crisis that I was in, in that eight week program, I wanted to learn about the brain and what exactly it was doing in order to be categorized by many, many people as a mental disorder. So I wrote a little I wrote a little ditty down. I wrote some things down and I wanted to talk to you about the National Institute of Mental Health. So there was a study about eating disorders and behavior regarding the reward and response in the brain. And they did about 197 women with different disorders, uh, you know, differing eating disorders, right? And then they also had like 120 women that, um, were without eating disorders. And so I don't know if you guys have ever heard about the marshmallow test, like, um, your impulse control is rather crazy where you put like marshmallows in front of a kid and then you tell them, well, if you wait another 10 minutes, I'll give you another marshmallow. And kids that had good impulse control were able to wait. I, however, would have never been in that category because I would have eaten all my marshmallows and everybody else's. Um, So I'm a little impulsive. So in this, uh, the researchers used like imagery studies to study the brain responses during a taste of like the sugar solution and seeing what the dopamine related signaling process that measures that degree of deviation from the expectation and how surprised a person is when they are getting that stimulus. Um, So it was very interesting um, because uh, it basically showed that there was um, the more the increase in the BMI and the binge eating behavior, they were associated with low predictive responses. So they weren't even really like surprised that they were getting this sugar solution. Um, And it was just really interesting. It talks a lot about the brain's dopamine-related reward circuit responses and the altering of that, um, which is 
extremely interesting. You can go to uh, NIMH, National Institute of Mental Health, and you can read this study. It was very interesting. I think it was um, in June of 2022, I do believe. Um, what was interesting is that the person, the anorexic person, had a high prediction error, which means that they had an increased control um, which makes total sense because they're able to stop eating. They just override those hunger cues and stop eating where the bottom line of the study, because obviously I'm not saying it right. Further research is needed to investigate treatments that could target and change behaviors for individuals with early disorders um, to achieve lasting recovery. Also, there's an experimental brain surgery where a pacemaker-like device is put in a scalp and wired to parts of the brain that can provide electrical impulses to the reward and craving part of the brain. And then when the patient feels like they need to like binge, they wave that over their um, they wave that over where the pacemaker is and the electrodes are. And what happens with that is it decreases their want of binging. The problem is, is that we can kind of do the same thing with neuroplasticity. Um, now, I don't think I would have read any of this stuff prior to, mostly because the stuff that I'm reading is kind of depressing. It's like, basically, you're never going to get cured. Basically, what I'm reading, what I take from this, and this is just my own point of view, is it's kind of depressing. Like, first line of defense, Prozac. Second line of the defense is cognitive behavioral therapy. And only 60% of people, um, I think they, 60% was deemed that they, they would go back to their, uh, binge purge cycle. Um, I don't, I, I find that in the program that I was in almost every single person that I was with actually became binge free. And that was, really interesting. And, you know, if they continued to be part of that program, um, they continued to have the success. So what I feel like is that, um, this is not something that has to be, um, long lasting. Uh, you can change your brain at any time. It's the work that you put into it. Um, and also I do believe that, you know, people can recover from this, but they have to want to. I was pretty ambivalent even when I started the program. Like, do I want to stop binging and purging? Because it did give me a weird high. It also was uh, a relief. It gave me some relief. Uh, it also fucked up my body. It also did some other damage. But there was some ambivalence when I started the program. So, um, you know, if you are looking to um, get help for binge purge, binging, whatever it is, uh, the person I would go to was, uh, you know, I read Catherine Hansen's book. Uh, I had been watching Lydia, the lifestyle coach for years, and I got into that program. And that program was specifically uh, made for people who binge. And it was... Um, a pretty elegant program, um, and simplistic. Uh, so that to me was super important. So, you know, 
if you want to get to body neutrality, you want to learn that you don't have to binge and purge and that you don't have to be what society necessarily wants you to be. And you're willing to look outside of yourself and look outside the box. Um, you know, I, you, hit me up and we can talk about like, where do you go from here? It's uh, scary, but it's not something that you can't cure. Right. Um, so I just wanted to uh, give you a full synopsis of some of this brain stuff. And I will be talking at you soon. Have a great day.